At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522-4700. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. We're going to have Thomas Gable join us from the Borgata later on this hour. But I do want to get back to the NFL and our producer, Stephen Bond, has a pretty good exercise for us today, Pritch. And it is right up your alley, sir. Some of the best receivers in the NFL, who would you rather have? Now, there's some correlated numbers that we're going to get to with some of these receivers. Cooper Cup against the Cheetah. Tyreek Hill will start off this conversation. Just for a point of order here, for the most receiving yards in the NFL this year, Cooper Cup is 9-1. to one. Tyreek Hill is 20-1. Mm-hmm. Now, you look at the numbers from last year. And it's, it's a layup. You're going to take Cooper Cup. I get it. But this year, I wonder if p- people play Cooper Cup differently. Can you play him differently? And Tyreek Hill now does not have Patrick Mahomes. He's got Tua Tungavailoa. But he's been talking up Tua. Huh. Like this is the next coming of Dan Marino, the right. left-handed version in Miami. Pritch, who would you rather have? Well, that year? tells you a lot right there, the fact that he's got to talk up Tua. Yeah. I mean, if you're good, you don't have to talk up. <laughs> Like, I didn't have to brag about John Elway. No, you knew who John Elway was. <laughs> right. You yeah. knew who John Elway was. Um, but Tua, you have to talk him up, I think, right? And, uh, oh, man, this is a great exercise. Um, you, you know, you asked a great question. Are, are teams going to defend Cooper Cup differently, or can they? Can they? I don't think you can. Um, you got Allen Robinson still. Uh, you have uh, Jefferson still, Van. I mean, he can run. You got uh, yeah. the running game that you got to pay attention to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have uh, Matthew Stafford in this offense one more year. Uh, so now here comes different nuances, right? Mm. You can't cover Cooper Cup. Uh, that was proven in the Super Bowl. In you the know, slot, it didn't sure, matter. It didn't really matter. Now, can Cooper Cup play on the outside? He can if you need him to. But I think you can cover him when he's on the outside, right, right. by coverages. In the inside, unless you have somebody who can match up 
like when I was playing, Aeneas Williams could go inside and lock you down as a slot corner. Um, but I don't know if there's a slot corner that can go inside and cover Cooper Cup. I, I think Tyreek Hill is limited by the quarterback he's going to be playing with. So if would, would I rather which wide receiver would I rather have is going to be Cooper Cup uh, because of the quarterback differences right there. Matthew Stafford versus Tua. Uh, and then on top of that, Cooper Cup is just a phenomenal wide receiver uh, on top of that, too. So uh, I, I don't think you can cover him. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a unique player with his speed, but he's not a great route runner. He's a speed route runner. He just nailed it. That's exactly what I was going to ask you next. Like the, you look at Amari Cooper now with Cleveland. Everybody knows what a great route runner he mm-hmm. is. They wonder about the intangibles with Cooper. Nobody really doubts the intangibles with, with Tyreek Hill, but they doubt the route running. And now with Tua, this isn't Patrick Mahomes. He can just kind of circle it in the dirt and, you know, kind of just figure it out as you go. You're going to need, you would think, to have a more disciplined offense. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is that guy, right? He's the guy that Matt Stafford knows where he's going to be, and he's going to be there. Right? Can Tyreek get that? Can you evolve, Mike, as a, as a wide receiver to where all of a sudden, if I wasn't a great route runner, I can become that because I know my quarterback needs that? Yeah, you can. And, you know, and that's something that Terry Kill is going to have to change. You know, um, he's more than capable of becoming a great route runner. It's just in the offense he was in with Patrick Mahomes, he didn't have to be a great route runner, right? Um, so, and I, really, if you look at it, too, how many one-on-one situations can they create for Terry Kill, too? Um, I, I think in Kansas City it was different because you have Travis Kelsey, you have all these other weapons. Sure. Uh, you have Jalen Waddle, uh, but he operates within 10 yards, you know, and, and so as a defense, you can kind of cover that. With Tyreek Hill, why would you play him one-on-one and allow him to have that type of freedom? Uh, so I, th- there's where the limitations for me come in. Now, now McDaniels, he's got to find a, a clever way to open up Tyreek Hill too as well, but could Tyreek Hill catch 150 passes around the line of scrimmage? Absolutely. He could catch screens. He can come out the backfield. Be like he could do Antonio all those Brown kinds, right? His prime in Pittsburgh, he, he could right? be Debo Samuel. Yeah. Right? He could do that. Uh, and therefore, maybe that's attractive from other aspects like player props. Uh, but if you're asking me which wide receiver would I rather have, it's going to be Cooper Cup. Very quickly, I look at and I see 20-1, to 1, as I mentioned, for Tyreek Hill to have the most receiving yards in the NFL this year. That's the same price tag as Travis Kelsey. That shows you how the market is adjusting for the quarterback, right? That a tight end in Kansas City to have the most receiving yards in the league right. because of Patrick Mahomes gets the same number as the Cheetah who can absolutely go get it. And what do you think that number is if Tyreek Hill is still on the Chiefs? 10, oh. 10 to 1? Oh, 7 yeah. to 1? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Against, that, that's the Tua bias right. uh, against Tua. Mm-hmm. And until he proves it, I can understand why the betting market reacts that way. Yeah. I, you know, it's fascinating, too, because he just watched tape of Randy Moss later on in his career when he was with New England. Uh, I mean, he would be triple covered and still, you still throw the ball. Didn't him. matter. Didn't matter. But Tariq Hill, triple covered, you, you're not going to do that. Tua's not going to do that. No. Um, not, so, not gonna, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all love the speed, and, and we can marvel at the speed. It's incredible. But if you don't have the type of quarterback to help you out as a receiver that way, then I think you're limited. Uh, unless McDaniel can find unique ways to get the ball to Tariq Hill quickly around the line of scrimmage and let that speed uh, and the blocking ability of his offense to help him out that way too. This will be a fascinating matchup right here that Stephen Bond has for you. Okay. Devontae Adams mm. in a new home <laughs> out here in the desert with the Raiders. And Derek Carr, you just talked about quarterback with Tua. Derek Carr is polarizing, right? Some people think, okay, he's really, really good. Some people think, well, not that good. (laughs) Going up against Jamar Chase. And by the way, for their tickets to have the most receiving yards in the NFL, they're both 12 to 1. Oh, man. So the betting market has got these guys dead even Mm -hmm. in that heat. And then nobody questions Joe Burrow. I don't think anybody questions Joe Burrow. People question Derek Carr. Do you question Derek Carr, and therefore would you lean Jamar Chase? Oh, boy. Uh, so here you go. I mean, because Cincinnati does not draft an offensive lineman. They draft Jamar Chase because of the familiarity he had with the quarterback from school. <laughs> right. And look what that turned into, a Super Ooh. Bowl appearance. And so now you have Derek Carr, who has not had a receiver like Devontae Adams, uh, even Crabtree, he's not that, or Mari Cooper's not, that, not, not on this level. Uh, but yet they have familiarity back to college, right? Fresno State. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Derek Carr also said, and I'm going to remember this quote because I'm going to hold him to it, that he said, if I play with Devontae Adams, you're going to see something that you've never seen before. So I'm going to hold him to that. Well, who would I rather have? I mean, Jamar Chase is just off the charts. It's incredible. Uh, but so is Devontae Adams. And uh, now you got Josh McDaniels, too. Uh, and this is a tough one, Stephen. <laughs> this is a tough one. I mean, because it's not going to be the same as it is or was with Aaron Rodgers. No. It's not going to be even close to that, really. But, I mean, it could get close. Who knows? But, I mean, this is a tough one. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is there, is, can I go with I don't know? No, you cannot. <laughs> no, sir, you cannot. And here's the thing. Like, you know, we talk about Tua being talked up by Tyreek Hill. Right. right? They've never shown it before. We, Devontae's been talking up Derek Carr. Derek yep. Carr talking up Devontae. Right? So these two guys are, like, pretty bold in their assertion that you might not, if you didn't watch us at Fresno State, mm-hmm. get ready for Fresno State 2.0. Yeah, and it's more than that, too, because, okay, look at Derek Carr. He threw for 4,800 yards. Joe Burrow threw for about, what, 4,800 yards, 4,600 yards, I think. If so, I can, My eyes are, so are failing me. But is, is Derek Carr the new Kirk Cousins that people just don't believe it unless they see it in the postseason? But here's the interesting part of it. I, you know, would a receiver help elevate the quarterback or does a quarterback elevate the receiver, too, right? But I, I think when you get sacked – as much as Joe Burrow did last year, yeah. and you've addressed that with a better offensive line, how much better can that offense be now, right? And, and how much better can that uh, quarterback-wide receiver, receiver duel be uh, when you have more time? And therefore, I, I kind of lean towards Jamar Chase, but I am intrigued by Devontae Adams. Which wide receiver would I rather have here on the list? Uh, I'm going to go with the young guy and, and Jamar Chase just because of that dynamic between offensive line, quarterback, and not wide receiver. All right, for the record, Pritch is on the record now. He's <laughs> taking Jamar Chase. Remember, those numbers are yeah. equal for the most receiving yards in the NFL. 12 to 1 is what you're seeing market wide. With those four receivers we just mentioned, mm-hmm. for the most touchdowns in the NFL this year, Cooper Cup is 9 to 1. Chase and Adams still knotted up at 12 to 1. And Tyreek Hill is still 20 to 1. Let me make sure I have these, these numbers right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jamar Chase for touchdowns is 5 to 1. Right. Cooper's 5 to 1. Devontae is plus 750. And then you got to go down to 16 to 1 for Tyreek Hill. So I'll put all four of those in the mix here for the most receiving touchdowns, not yards. Because mm-hmm. you mentioned how tough it is to check Cooper Cup down in the red zone. Yeah. Boy, it's really tough. But you can get over the top with Tyreek. And certainly Devontae Adams is a red zone threat, too. You, you can run fades to him. You can run slants to him. There's nothing he can't do either. Yeah, over the top is interesting because of uh, it's a high percentage play. Uh, and how many high percentage plays like that do we see during the course of a game or, or course of a season for one guy? Uh, I, I look at the quarterbacks that operate in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers was the best. Matthew Stafford was the second best. So I lean towards Cooper Cup. Mm. I mean, Matthew Stafford had 29 red zone uh, touchdowns, if you think about that. Uh, inside the 20, he threw 29 touchdowns. So that gives the opportunity uh, for Cooper Cup. Now, Derek Carr uh, does not operate very well in the red zone, but with this type of player, Devontae Adams, that's going to change. But if you're asking me to who to bet on, it would be Cooper Cup, though. At 5-1, to one, yeah. and I can understand that. That makes perfect sense to me. I th- it's almost like a running play right. when they get down inside the 10 and they put Cooper in the slot, and then good luck. Jack. You can put him outside, too. Doesn't anywhere. really matter. Mm-hmm. Put him anywhere. All right, let's stay with the wide receiver conversation. Some more who would you rather haves and some numbers to correlate with you. When you come back right here in the Lombardi line of these in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the month. Sign up today. You're going to get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage. It's coming. Premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer back alongside mike pritchard i'm dave ross this is the lombardi line here on Vison and pritchard it's so great having doc on the first hour rick doc walker mm-hmm. uh, back in washington dc and you know i i'm reading that summer promo that we have right now and thinking about you guys in july and and doc really was getting at it before we get back to the who would you rather the physicality that feels like it's lost these days yeah. in today's modern nfl do you think as a receiver and we'll talk more about these receivers in specifics is this better or is it worse? Because I know Doc is an old school. I got to see you in pads. And teams that hit are the teams that win. Is that just gone? And that even though I agree with Doc on that, we're just not going to see it because the rules almost don't even allow it in training. Games. Yeah, you know it's interesting because I, you know we have two different seasons. Obviously, regular and then the postseason. The postseason uh, is what Doc's talking about. You win championships by being physical, uh, being able to run the football because. At that moment, think about the postseason. You have everything that you've done on tape. And, and okay, tendencies are exposed. What's going to separate you? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's going to be in here, and a lot of times it's going to be your toughness. Uh, so, you know, you can cover a player or you can do things that kind of take things away, but can you be more tough or, or tougher than your opponent? And a lot of times you see that get played out. San Francisco almost went to a Super Bowl because of that. I was just going to say, they, they went down to Big D right. and punched the Cowboys in the right. face, and the Cowboys couldn't respond. The Rams, quiet as kept. People look at Sean McVay. They're a physical They're football team. They're a physical team. football team. That's Very how they physical, win. yeah. And Cincinnati. So, right, right. Very they, physical. They want to get after you physically, defensively. Sure. But I, as a better, I think in a regular season, because of the rules, it favors the wide receivers. I mean, you're going to open things up. You can move the ball between the 20s easier than you ever have been able to in the National Football League because of the rules, uh, certainly. But then also you think about the wide receivers. Mm. I mean, these guys uh, coming into the league now, they understand the wide receiver position better than ever uh, because of the camps. You got youngsters in camps getting tutelage from all these elite players. And uh, same thing with the quarterbacks, too. So uh, I think he's evolved that way. Regular season favors the passing game uh, and certainly the wide receivers' prolific passing but pre, uh, the postseason and into the Super Bowl, uh, you have to bring into that toughness uh, element as well. Let's stay on that D.C. theme here is who would you rather in wide receivers? And Terry McLaurin just got a big-time deal mm-hmm. to be the new number one. He's been the number one uh, for the commanders there in Washington, D.C. And I'm putting him up against C.D. Lamb down there in Dallas, speaking mm-hmm. of Cowboys in Washington. And this is a new number one because Amari Cooper was the number one, and he's gone now. He's in Cleveland. And now CD's going to have to take over that mantle. And when I look at the, the, the prop numbers here for most receiving yards, how about this? CD Lamb is 14-1. to 1. 
Terry McLaurin is 45 to one. Right. Now that might have more to do with the quarterback. It does. And the offense that Ron Rivera wants to run. But Mike McCarthy, remember this betters out there. Mike McCarthy said this in this spring and, and certainly in the summer, we want to be a running football team. And you know what this is like, Pritch. Hey, when you come in and you got Andre Risen and all eyes aren't on you, sometimes those coverages are a little bit easier to manipulate. All eyes are going to be on C.D. Lamb as the number one. They're going to try to, I would say, defend him differently. Mm-hmm. So who would you rather have this year? The number one in Dallas or the number one in D.C.? The number one in Dallas. Uh, it's not even close to me. Mm. And I'll say this because of the quarterback. Get Dak versus, versus Carson Wentz. I mean, uh, I know what McCarthy's saying. And I, I know uh, if you look at Kellen Moore as a, as a play caller too, former quarterback, uh, I don't think they can handcuff themselves and, and not throw the football, right? I mean, uh, I know the they, want, they, yeah, they say they want to run it more. But, okay, in reality, you're going to throw it. You're still going to throw it. And – Dak and CeeDee Lamb, I think CeeDee Lamb, his average per reception is right around 14 yards. Uh, and he was, what, the number two, number three last year. Now you're going to be the number one uh, with Dalton Schultz, and I, I think he's going to have a contingency around him that's going to help him to Gallup coming back from injury. Yep. Uh, but, no, I, I, I feel higher about CeeDee Lamb and what they got going on in Dallas than I do uh, with McLaurin right now with Carson Wentz's quarterback. Explain what that's like. You know, you're an elite receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. When you are that guy, okay, and I know, boy, playing with John Elway is going to make things a little bit easier, right? <laughs> right. But, but what does it take for a McLaurin and a C.D. Lamb to 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 realize, I, I think there's a lot of people in the betting market they are going to play C.D. Lamb this year. Yeah. My only reservation there is, Pritch, he hasn't been a one here. He was in college, mm-hmm. that's for sure, but this ain't college. So what does it take to be a number one receiver that you can really rely on? Targets. Targus is the number one uh, is is what – because the game plan is going to center around that. Like, as a number one wide receiver, you're going to be in, involved in the game plan as if you're going to get 10, 11, 12 targets. Wow. Right? As a number two or number three, you're going to get situational targets, right, and or matchup targets. And uh, are you going to be an important part of the game plan? At times you will be. But as a number one – you're an integral part of that game plan. Uh, and so that's going to change for CeeDee Lamb. So his targets are going to go up. Uh, McLaurin, his targets are going to go up too, but Carson Wentz, I think, went over 4,000 yards as a quarterback one time mm. so far in his career. And Dak, you know, he's approaching 5,000 yards uh, per season. And now you factor in CeeDee Lamb uh, as a number one wide receiver. I, ju- I, I just think his numbers are going to go up. I, You know, again, I'm old school when it comes to Cowboys and, and the great 88s, the Drew Pearsons mm-hmm. and the Michael Irvins, and you wear that number 88 for CD. Is he the type of guy that he can say, like an Irvin would say, you you better look my way. You know what I mean? Because now, now I am the guy. Well, Dave, you know this, though. You put on that jersey. You put on that number Man, 88. What means, does that mean? It means a lot. It means a lot. So <laughs> they don't you, give that out to anybody. They do not. And, and I think you have to present that to the organization, too, that, you know what, this guy is ready to carry this mantle. He's ready to hold on to this jersey number 88. And that's the star player for the star. Uh, and, and I think that speaks volumes to me as a player that they trust you or they believe in you that much to not only have that number, but now you're the featured guy. Sold. <laughs> I'm going with C.D. Lamb as well. Okay, uh, let's go. Well, this is an interesting one here that Stephen Bond has for you because it's two guys that were essentially mm. traded for one another right. in a way. Now, let me explain here when I'm talking about Steph Diggs and Justin Jefferson. So, the Vikings didn't want to pay Steph Diggs the big money contract that he wanted, so they shipped him to Buffalo. The Bills made him then, at the time, the highest paid wide receiver in the history of football at the time. Mm-hmm. That's been eclipsed numerous times since then. And then the Vikings went out and drafted Justin Jefferson. They drafted the replacement for Stephon Diggs. And it looks like, I don't want to say they won that transaction, but you didn't have to pay. Now, you're going to have to pay if you want to keep 18 in Minnesota. So for this year, who would you rather have? Because in the betting markets, J.J. is getting played a lot. Right. So you heard what Justin Jefferson said. We are a pass First offense now. Mike Zimmer's gone, baby. We're throwing the rock here in Minnesota. And in Buffalo, you know Josh Allen's looking for 14. So for this year, who would you rather have? Oh, it's not even close to me. I mean, uh, it's Justin Jefferson. Uh, and that is with Kirk Cousins, too, at quarterback. 
Um, so you're taking Kirk. You're not taking Kirk over Josh Allen. Well, it, it, here's a here's the reason. I mean, you have to factor in weather. Yes, you have to. As you do. great as Josh Allen can be in his strong arm, I mean, games and situations just going to dictate that. Even as a number one, you're not going to get as many targets as a dome team. Mm. And so, Justin Jefferson with an extra home game. Uh, in the dome, um, if they stay healthy up there, he had 1,600 yards last year. Uh, I, I think with um, uh, O'Connell as a co- play caller now, he's going to bring the three wide receivers set with them, the wide zone. They're going to move Justin Jefferson all over the formation. He'll be Cooper Cup sometimes. He'll be outside and be Van Jefferson sometimes. He'll be uh, Allen Robinson or, or Odell Beckham Jr. last year too. So uh, a, a jack-of-all-trades here, I just think the ceiling – is so high for Justin Jefferson. And the difference between these two guys, to me, is going to be the weather situation. So, Plus 750 to have the most receiving yards in the NFL. That's the shortest number on the board is Justin Jefferson. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing is he's 9-1 to one to have the most receiving touchdowns. Is that okay. the vulture situation? They get down in the red zone, and maybe some of those old, you know, Dalvin Cook's going to steal a lot of those where J.J. is not involved in the red zone as much? It's possible. I mean, they had 10 rushing touchdowns last year as an offense. As an offense. Oh boy. Not just Dalvin Cook, but as an offense, he had 10 rushing touchdowns. And that has to improve. Uh, and I think if Minnesota has designs of just getting through the, pl- the playoffs here, uh, that's the toughness aspect we talked about just a minute ago. But I, I think the targets are still going to be there for Justin Jefferson, though. He's, he's a really, really good player. And Steph Diggs, because I know Stephen Bond, who's a big Buffalo Bills yeah. guy, I, I saw the look of consternation on his face. <laughs> You're not worried at all with Steph and Josh Allen this year? This I'm not the- worried. No, it's just the weather. I think Buffalo has the best roster in the National Football League, if that helps out, Stephen. But, he gave us but when it comes to this situation, emoji. I know, right? This situation, <laughs> I, I just think you're limited at times, though, with the weather, though. Yeah, I, 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 and we saw it. We yeah. saw it against New England right. in the regular season where that manifested itself there. So I think that it's in, in the handicap and certainly in the numbers, that might be a reason why you play J.J. Uh, over Steph Diggs. But what a great comparison there for two yeah. guys essentially moved for one another in different ways. When we come back, Thomas Gable is going to join the uh, program from the Borgata in New Jersey. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. King of Sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. During the break, our producer, Stephen Bond, gave us, I think, very distressing information before we bring in Thomas Gable here. We were just talking about Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Stephen said, allegedly, the rumor is, Kirk Cousins' grills but he uses tinfoil underneath the meats. Mm. Does that detract from your potential backing of Justin Jefferson and Kirk, Co- well, Kirk Cousins' I mean, combination? I, I mean, it's more about Justin Jefferson, uh, in my opinion, but Kirk Cousins has a problem <laughs> if he's doing that. I mean, how do you even season the grill right? I have properly? no idea. And I know that's nothing Thomas Gable would ever do out there at the <laughs> Borgata in the East Coast. Thomas, have you ever heard of such a thing? I mean, I know that Michael Lombardi likes to get after it. We just had the 4th of July weekend. There's no way you would make that cardinal sin, correct, sir? No, no, and Lombardi's <laughs> not using the tinfoil. I, I guess my question is, how does Bond come across that information? How does he <laughs> <Correct>. get that? <laughs> We're going to have to verify yes. that information before we put Kirk Cousins It'll be a vicious rumor. out there in the streets. Uh, Thomas, let's talk about the big news of the week, and that, of course, in the NFL uh, was Baker Mayfield. Mike and I have been talking about it here throughout the program, the musical chair is a quarterback, and at least it feels like it stopped here in Carolina. I know they say it's a quarterback competition with Sam Darnold, but it feels like that's going to be Baker Mayfield's spot here to be QB1 there. I was just looking down the board for most passing touchdowns. Baker, a long shot at 60-1. to one. Has that changed anything for you guys in the futures market when you look at Carolina now with Baker Mayfield in the, in the fold? 
It really hasn't changed much for Carolina. Uh, we we dropped the division odds for the Panthers down from twelve to one to nine to one. That's really the only adjustment. We saw a little bit of uh, of action come in on the Panthers the day the uh, the deal was announced. So uh, Panthers now nine to one to to win that division. I mean, uh, listen, Tampa's obviously still going to be the big big favorite. Uh, you have to lay three dollars for them, and uh, New Orleans. Uh, certainly feels a, a much better team as well than the Panthers. But uh, as you said, there's a talk about a quarterback competition. In my mind, uh, you know, I, I think you'd have to go with Mayfield. I uh, feel like he, he's at least a couple points better to the spread than, than Darnold is. And, uh, you know, I, I just couldn't imagine them going with Darnold as the number one starter at this point to start the season. You know, Thomas, it really is strange. I mean, we, we have – free agent franchise quarterbacks. Um, we've seen franchise quarterbacks get traded. Uh, now you have, I guess, what people thought of as franchise quarterbacks on the same room in the mm. quarterback competition, completely different than <laughs> what the Colts have and, and two quarterbacks in their room that started Super Bowls. And I, I just wonder uh, how you approach uh, numbers that way, uh, considering the Colts uh, as well as what you just mentioned with the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you're, well, you're going to look at each at each quarterback and kind of anytime you you do this um, in your power ratings, you're going to look at the drop off between um, between each quarterback. So each quarterback you assign a rating to, and then there's going to be a difference, obviously, between the the starter and the second string. Now, most times there there is a difference. I mean, some occasions you may see very little difference. Um, you know, um, trying to think back to last year, I think there was maybe, uh, and this just going back to the Jets, you know, we didn't obviously have much of a sample outside of his college or uh, career on Zach Wilson. Mike White was the, the, the backup there for the Jets. So, you know, going into that season, I think I had uh, Wilson, if Wilson went down and we go to White, there'd maybe be a one-point difference there between the two of them. Um, but again, I mean, you're going to be adjusting that through the year as you do with all your power ratings. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, the, the, the Colts, you brought up the Colts. They're certainly a team that at least right now, they seem to be, uh, kind of the darlings of the betting market. They're, um, they're getting a lot of action, um, in the futures market. Uh, they're favored to win the division. They're you're now laying dollar five, uh, to win the AFC South with the Colts. And uh, they certainly have taken the, the lion's share of the handle there for us, at least. Uh, I think people are, are down on the Titans in that division and, and uh, certainly not expecting much out of the Jags or Texans. Talking with Thomas Gable, the race and sportsbook director out at the Borgata. And uh, with the Panthers here, I'm sure people, uh, in, maybe they're not running to the window there uh, at the Borgata to, to bet the Panthers here. Because when I look at the win total at six and a half, gentlemen, it's still here. DraftKings still has it juiced and pretty much market-wide juiced to the under. Thomas, have you seen any action on the over? Is anybody believing in Baker Mayfield that they can get to seven wins this year? Um, <laughs> not too much, not too much. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if Mayfield's going to make that, that much of a difference in their, their wins. Again, we, we had a few people who came in that day and, and took a shot at them to, to win the division, but you, you didn't see too much in terms of people taking the over on the season win market for them though. I guess it just goes to show Darnold or Baker is not moving the market right. numbers at all with this team. No, I don't think they should either, to be honest <laughs> right. with you. Uh, Thomas, I did have a question in regards to the Jets, though, because a lot of excitement was generated by the Jets, uh, and rightly so with the draft that they had. And I was just mm -hmm. wondering, is that carrying over in the futures market from a betting standpoint, the Brigada, uh, when it comes to the Jets? Oh, yes. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> we, we, we touched on this a little bit, I think, last week. But, mm -hmm. you know, with the three first-round rookies, uh, you know, you said they, they had very good draft, uh, signed uh, Tomlinson there to that three-year contract. Uh, so, and the one thing to remember about us, Pritch, we always attract Jets money. Uh, whether or not the rest of the country thinks that they're going to be good or not, we always attract Jets money. So, right now... Uh, to win the division, they actually have the most tickets written on them. <laughs> the biggest liability. I don't think that's going to happen. They're eighteen to one to win the division, 
um, to win the AFC. Obviously, a major, major long shot here. They have the second most tickets written on them. They're our biggest liability to win the AFC. And believe me, I'm not sweating any of these markets <laughs> with the Jets. Um, for the Super Bowl, they have the third most tickets written on them here. Unbelievable. And, and the season wins, which five and a half we have the over, they're our second most popular season win bet. That, that over for the Jets, it's only behind the Eagles' season wins over uh, in terms of that market. So, yeah, people are definitely um, loving the Jets here, as they typically do. Uh, it's just, you know, we have a strong New York market here in Atlantic City. And uh, so not totally unusual but uh, for us, but I know it sounds unusual probably for everybody else. It does. And it sticks out too right. when you see that it's juiced minus a dollar sixty five for over five and a half mm. wins. Thomas, there's no way you move that number to six, right? Is it gonna stay at five and a half in your estimation? Yeah, I think it's going to stay at five and a half. Um that just seems like the right number. If listen, if they can get to six wins, uh God bless them. I you know, they're they should be improved. I mean they should be improved, but Getting to six wins still, I think, could be a struggle for that team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd be stunned. But, again, you understand the, the, the regional mm-hmm. aspect oh, of yeah. it and why everybody is, is betting the JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. i got about uh, 90 seconds to go here, Thomas. I know you wanted to talk a little Major League Baseball today. What do you have on the, on the docket that maybe has caught your eye so far? Well, just uh, uh, a inter- very interesting series that's playing out uh, this weekend between the, uh, the Phils and Cardinals with some implications that I know we're only early, you know, mid-July here, but there's uh, some postseason implications here between these two in terms of the wild card. So uh, it's going to be an interesting series this weekend. Uh, remember when you're looking at Major League Baseball playoffs, uh, right now there's no play-in game for the playoffs. So uh, Major League Baseball, they're going basically best record head-to-head if there's a tie there, so there's no play-in game. Um so right now the Phillies are three and one this season against the Cardinals with three left to play in this series. They they play today, tomorrow, Monday. So if it's, Philly could actually come away with a potential tiebreaker, uh, they already won their season series against the Brewers and Padres, who are the other teams you figure will kind of be in the mix there for the wild card. So you may want to look at prices right now in the Phillies to make the playoffs because they may have the potential tiebreaker here against those three teams. Uh, as of this weekend. And right now I'm seeing the Phillies about 30 to one uh, to win the world series right now. And by the way, very quickly in the last 30 seconds, Thomas 14 to one to win the East right now. And the adjusted numbers I'm seeing out here in Las Vegas, are you seeing action coming in still on the Phillies? Do they believe they can turn this around in the second half? Uh, not, not so much to win the division. I think uh, most people realize this is going to be a two horse race between the Mets and the Braves and, uh, you know, the Mets are certainly a favorite team of uh, of our uh, betters here. Well, Thomas, that makes me happy as a long-suffering Metropolitan fan, so I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, Thomas, have a great rest of your Saturday, my friend. We'll catch up again soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. There he is, everybody. Thomas Gable, the director of uh, Racing Sportsbook out there at the Borgata. When we come back, we'll put the finishing touches, Mike, on another fun edition of the Lombardi Line right here in VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit VEASAN.com slash horses for all the details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I'm Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. We're going to do some red chip, blue chip in the next couple of days here, Pritch, and we're going to go to some DBs and get your thoughts on those guys that you I'm sure always had fun going up against and lining up against those DBs. And uh, this is something that Michael talks about on the GM shuffle all the time. His red chippers are guys that just maybe missed the cut uh, to be blue chippers. But as Michael will say, he wants to get as many red chippers and blue chippers on the roster. Mm -hmm. And that team then, therefore, if you got more red and blue guys, you're going to have a better opportunity to get some W's at the end of the day. Now, the five guys he's identified as red chip corners – and you look at the list here, and boy, pretty good names here when you're looking at A.J. Terrell, Zamian Howard, Trayvon Diggs, Jair Alexander, and Patrick Sertan II. I want to start off with the guys with the stars in their helmet, Trayvon Diggs, who right. said that he, well, he didn't say it. I believe it was his running mate at linebacker that said basically they could be a tandem that could go up against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey as dominant forces uh, in the NFL from the defensive standpoint. Mm. Now, to me, I get that from Micah 11. I love what I saw at a, at, a, at a Micah Parsons. I was trying to tell everybody he was doing things that were Aaron Donald-like as a rookie and, right. and Lawrence Taylor-like early. I mean, it was historic stuff he mm-hmm. was doing. Now, Trayvon Diggs might have the interception numbers, but as a pure cover guy, what do you make of him as a red chip corner? And if you were a wide receiver lining up, do you want to go up against a guy like Trayvon Diggs? Well, you're asking a wide receiver, do I want to? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Because you can get them, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, you know, I've said this before. There's no shutdown corner. Like Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Jalen Ramsey is not a shutdown corner. In today's corner. NFL. I mean, we saw that Diggs took him deep. Yeah. Um, but oh, he's, He got toasted in the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. It was a little face yeah. mask. Yeah. Still, it happened. Uh, yeah, Higgins. I was thinking about Higgins. Mm-hmm. But Diggs, um, yeah, even though Trayvon Diggs had all these interceptions. I mean, you're, you're looking at a guy who got beat a lot, too, though, um, which is going to happen. I mean, I, so that's why I'm like, okay, how do you distinguish a, a blue chip or a red chip? Because I know Lombardi, that's what he did. I mean, he's a talent evaluator. And right. that, that you look at things like that. And But for me as a player, I'm like, yeah, let me line up against Diggs. You know, I'm, I'm not – or even Terrell, or Howard, I mean, all these guys. Um, uh, Alexander's interesting, though. I, I think his upside is tremendous. Uh, out there for Green Bay and Sertan, uh, the second. <laughs> that that upside right there, too, when you think about it. But uh, as far as the existing guys, and, uh, you know, Trayvon Diggs had a tremendous year last year. But if you watch him on tape, I mean, you can do some things to beat him. And and to me, that's, that's what my thought process is uh, from a play caller standpoint, from a wide receiver standpoint. What can we do to expose these players? And I think uh, there's factors out there to help us do that. When you're separating, uh, we're talking about still top 10 corners in the league, right? Mm -hmm. These are still really class guys. Right. But what is it? And again, he can be beaten, and we saw it. Is it, say, is it a a Howard that's looking into the quarterback, trying to sneak a peek? What is it that makes the difference between getting to that top five level level that might be holding them back? Alexander feels like just injury. Yeah. Right? That yeah. that might be the only thing really holding them back because I don't see too many flaws in the game. There. There's not there's not flaws. Like, like I mean, for instance, Trayvon Diggs. I mean, you can move him around, in which he does a great job of doing that. Uh, I, I think Howard is one of those players, too. You move him around. You can follow. You can shadow a player. Uh, but then when you get to matchups, though, are you going to win more matchups? And 
And that's why I look at Jalen Ramsey, and he's, you know, he'll win, but he won't win most of them, mm. right? And, and that's why I suggest that there's no shutdown corner. Like, when you see a shutdown corner, that corner is going to win the majority of matchups. You that's know, the Sam Bailey's. That's the Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. You know, they're going to give up some, a few, but they're going to win most of them, right? And um, I, I think on the other side of that, you have some of these players that they're not going to win most of them. Uh, Alexander, I'll be curious to see how Green Bay is going to use him this year, though. You know, it's interesting, too, because I think, and you know this, Pritch, how cyclical football can be, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, the, the fullback used to be a, a very valued player in the league. Not so much anymore. It feels like with the rule changes in the NFL, it's devalued corner. That corner used to be one of those that you went, man, I got to have a corner. Right, right. right. And now, you, yeah, you'd like to have a lead corner. You'd like to a lead at every position. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been devalued because of the rule changes to where it's just hard to put your hands on anybody. Well, it really is. I mean, the man-to-man aspect of it uh, favors the wide receiver. So do you want to line up a lot of these corners, today's corners, in man-to-man situations? Or do you want to play some type of combo or some zones where you disguise it? See, to me, if you can disguise the difference between cover one, which is a man-to-man concept, versus cover three, which is a zone, but make it look identical, now you're winning defensively. Uh, but do you have a corner that can do that? Mm. Like, or, or do you have a corner that can show a shell coverage of cover four, right? Uh, but yet it's cover two. They're going to roll up. Uh, they're going to play a soft cover two. I mean, those aspects to me is what kind of makes corners elevated or, or they elevate their play. Like when you can do that and disguise it, now you're going to get some errant throws. The quarterbacks are going to not read the coverages properly. But man-to-man, and you got these matchups, that's where it gets complicated to me as a, as a corner. Uh, and if you can be consistent out there covering today's wide receivers. Are there tells? Are there, like if, you, if you're going up against Dion, mm-hmm. okay, is Dion going to do something differently to tip his hand <laughs> to say that this is – it's not cover one? Right. Because Dion's in something different. Is that what you're looking for when you're really breaking down the corners? Yeah. A little tendency that might give away what the actual scheme is? Right, right. I mean, for instance, as a wide receiver, if I'm lined up with my outside foot to the left side of the line of scrimmage, I'm a wide, and I'm right around the number split. Uh, I'm looking at a corner, and I'm looking at a safety, right? So if my corner that's in front of me is inside shaded, I'm like, okay, he's man-to-man. I just know that. So if you want Dion, Dion would line up like that, even though it might be some zone. And then at the snap, he'd get into his own coverage. (laughs) But a lot of guys today, they'll line up, and they'll declare what they're playing right away. Uh, And so as a wide receiver, you already have that information. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I think when corners can elevate themselves to really disguise the coverages out there to help out safeties, to help out or confuse a wide receiver combination with the quarterback, that's when, to me, you're elevated as a playmaker in a secondary. We're going to give you the blue chips tomorrow, but we just gave you the red chips. Basically, that would be 5 to 10 on Michael Lombardi's list here. Okay. Here's what he had for runners up. Okay, just getting close, but not exactly top 10, mm-hmm. right? And it's an interesting list because, again, J.C. Horn feels like a kid in Carolina without the injury coming out of South Carolina. He's close. He feels like he's close. Owusie had him in Dallas right. and they gave up on him. They re- resurrected his he's career. Above. He's above. He's, he's not going to make it. Right now, all of a sudden, you see where he is in the yeah. list. And then Marcus Peters is – I think White in Buffalo, everybody knows how good he is, and Darius Slay as well, right? Yeah. Reputation precedes those guys. They're, they're really darn good. Peters is a guy that – he feels like he's a gambler a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that list of the guys, and what would they have to do to get to either a red chip or a blue chip? See, Peters is mostly in those man-to-man situations out there with Baltimore, but now they're going to have a, def- a different defensive coordinator. Uh, we'll see if he's going to do the same thing as Wink did or not, but um, Darius Slay is one of those guys I think can disguise mm. and elevate. So he's a runner-up, close corner right there. I I, I, I could put him into the red chip situation because I, I think he's that type of player. Uh, and on top of that, uh, when you think about the coordination of that defense too and what they have up front, it's going to allow him, Darius Slay, to be able to kind of disguise things. Uh, not so much gamble. I mean, man-to-man coverages are different, but when you can sit in the zone-slash-man concepts and disguise it, now you confuse the quarterback, though. You know, it is interesting, too, because I think a lot of these guys, you look at it and you go, well, what's the difference? Like, we're really separating. We're, we're, we're you know, that's what Michael does in the GM shuffle here. Right. He's really getting into the weeds of what separates some of these guys. When you have a younger corner like a J.C. Horn, mm-hmm. 
What do you want to see out of him to make him potentially a red chip or a blue chip? Just the knowledge of um, concepts. I mean, one thing that separated Dion or any, Aeneas Williams, any really cover corner guy um, is that they understood concepts. You know, you, you understood the formations. You understood what type of tendencies people like to do, areas of the field and all that. That's where the knowledge and the nuance comes in. Like, like for instance, we mentioned Trayvon Diggs. He did a lot with that cover two man underneath stuff. Mm. And he had safety helping. But, you know, you could really gain um, an advantage that way if you, if you know how to play it, right? And I think Diggs did a great job that way. Uh, so, to me, Horn, all these young guys, I mean, uh, if they understand the nuances better uh, and certainly understand the player concepts and tendencies of their opponent, that'll elevate their play as well. Very quickly, is it – do you need your your elite corner to be able to tackle? Because I look at it, I mean, do I want my corner tackling? I want him covering. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing zone, you want him to tackle. Okay. Though, because you, you have a chance and you're on the outside. Man to man, they're going to be focused on locking down the receivers. So tackling is an afterthought. Because, you know, they, they, that, that's the Dion now. Right, right. Couldn't tackle. Well, he could if he wanted to. Yeah. You got to want to. He didn't want to throw his body <laughs> in there at Fritz, I always enjoy the conversation, my enjoy friend. Enjoy it as well, Dave. Uh, really good stuff uh, today. Also want to thank Thomas Gable for joining us and the one and only Rick Doc Walker out of Washington, D.C. Thanks to Stephen Bond. We'll be back tomorrow right here on the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.